Okay, let's plumb the depths. Perkelamet ches, pasikut ches. Tamar. Question. Yehuda, chaysamcha, fusilecha, umatecha, asher biyadecha. So, to remind you, we noted the significance of the chaysam and the destiny of this of the progeny, this union, and that is what it says about Yechania and Yemia. is that even if he's a chosam, al yadimini of Hashem, Hashem is going to rip him off. And and then about Zerubbabel, it says in the end of Chagai that Hashem will make him kechosam. So as we discussed. At length, this story, which is about whether there will be Zerah of Yehuda, so the themes pick up in, 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 in the time of Yehania, who was originally said, decreed upon him that he's going to be Ariri, childless. So that's the same question of whether the royal dynasty is going to have a king. Okay? And there you have. Yehuda himself, in general, on there later on, it's. Right. It's the main branch of Yehuda, which is which is the Zerubbabel. Right. 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 Um, so then, when she's asking for a chaysam, so that fits into that uh, remez, and um, and then we also showed how this is this picks up in in Shirim in the end. We have Tamar. Um, and the woman who says that she's a choyma, which we showed that the Tamar's are doing that because she's being mesaviv for the man, as we spoke, I think that was the last year. But either way, the point is there, it says, Simeni kachoysam. Simeni kachoysam. Alibecha kachoysam azoyecha. So Tamar, by asking for a choysam, she's insisting that her connection to Yehuda is aza kamavis and kosher kadesh. And she'll even go to the fire for it if need be. And that's what it says in Shirim, is it like a chaisim? This is all if we assume, if we, if we read her actions as being deliberate and not being reactive to you. Well, at this point, it's deliberate. I mean, at this point, she knows what she's getting into. Right. So at this point, she might be understanding what's happening and saying, okay, we're supposed to be connected and. Right. Well, no the matter what, saying whether she initially, initially was thinking yeah. to serve a governor or if she was just going out to to remonstrate with right. him about about leaving her behind. Right. Now I she really she she's doing this. went into the role of uh, right of Nikeva to save a governor. Okay, so right to be the the Aisha's child to be the perfect Aisha of Shirashirim. That's the the resolution of the whole Shirashirim problem, as it were. Okay, so that's the chaysim and the psil. We spoke about the psil last week. That I saw many of Farshim say psil is how you tie a chaysim, which makes perfect sense if, if, if we're talking about a chaysim that could be attached but could be pulled off because it's only a string that's attaching it. So chaysim on the adibini could always be pulled off because it's only attached somehow. As we spoke. And indeed. Okay, fine. But now I want to talk about the matcha. So... There's something very interesting about the matah, which is that it says, Asher biyodecha. So, just, okay, well, the significance of a matah, if we're reading this as some reference to the future malchus, then naturally a matah is a 
royal kind of kurment. So, which has been said, not mechedish, that that's the reference of the mate. And then I guess that would be that Shabbi Yadecha is, is saying, you know, it's not just the mate, it's that he, he wields the mate. It's a mate that he wields. So that's a mate that indicates something about Yehuda's power. But here's an interesting thing, that if you look in Yirmiya, Perich of Beis, we're, we have the Pesukim about Yechanyahu, even if he's like a chaisam, this is in Yemir Perk, Chof Beis, Pasuk Chof Dalit, even if it'll be like a chaisam al Yad Yemini, I will take him off. And then Pasuk Afei says, Unasatiho, Beyad Mivakshin Avshech, Uviyad Asher Tayok, Uviyad Nebuchadnezzar Melchbahal, Uviyad Hakastam. So what's this Beyad Beyad? So I think it's a continuation because the Pasuk Chof Dalit said, that even if he's like a chaisim on the Yad Yemini of Hashem, so that's the best place to be, is in Hashem's right hand, mm-hmm. he's going to be pulled over there and placed in the hands of all the people whose hands he doesn't want to be in. So that's the contrast. So then, um, perhaps when she's asking for the matcha, Hashem Yadecha, um, so if it's a reference to the to the risk of, of the chaisam, of their descendant, who, who will either perhaps be like a chaisam or perhaps not, and if he's not like, or he'll be, he'll be pulled off, and then he's going to be in the wrong hands, and she's, and this ties into that, that she's asking Remez that she should be in the right hands. Now, Shalom's thinking, they're the right hands is Hashem, here the right hands is Yehuda, okay? We had Yehuda playing both roles in this story. Yeah, in this case, you know, <laughs> right? maybe. I'm sure that's the next thing you thought, right? Perhaps, okay, but either way, at least as Xer Shava, not only do we have the Chaisam, Chaisam, Xer Shava, Yad, and of course, Yad, right? But of course, in this Parsha, Yad is very important. Zerach sticks out his Yad. And Vatik Shal Yodai Yashani, and Bim Kameshiv Yodai, and then Ashal Yodai Yashani. So it's also a Yad thing. Also, I don't know if this is significant, but he, he sends the, the Gedi, he's in Biyadre Eyuha, do alumni, but Kachas to say, Eyuhman Biyad Isha. There's another yad thing going on there. Except Zerach, but uh, yeah. it was all stuck on his hand. Like yeah. Shani, yeah, yeah, right. I know. I'm just showing that uh, we have to understand what that is all about. But there's a yad thing. Definitely, if there's a yad thing in any parsha, this is a major yad parsha. You have the hand with the string on the hand, right? And then, oh, it's only a hand, it's not the head, you know, so it doesn't really count. <laughs> so, and then also we have a way that she asks for the matcha, shabi Okay. There's a psil over there also, right? Ah, Shani. Uh-huh, Shani is possibly a psil. It could, could be interpreted as a psil. It's, it's it, it, yeah. an indication of. Yeah, in Yeshua you have Chuta Shani. Oh, you all the time. Chuta Shani, right. But again, it's, the, it's an yeah. indication of, of primacy, right? He had the rest. It's Shani in Yeshua, it's Chuta Shani. What? The redness was an indication yeah. of primacy. Okay, so what? So it was giving him the psil. Uh-huh. Theoretically, to give him the power because he was proud, because he was going to be Bukhar, except it turns out he was not. They said, Oh. Tikvas Chotashani, right. Yeah, interesting. Um, once you mentioned that, Tikvas Chotashani is only two steps removed from, from Psil. I'll tell you why. Because the Tikvas Chotashani in the story of Yerichai, <coughs> you know, there's an association between spies and Tchelis. So Tchelis, the Surah says, Kanan, And that's because the. So the tzitzis tells you not to look at the chitzainis, look what's behind, okay? So when they went to Yerichai, they were hidden under Pishtim, 
and the guys came up and they couldn't see them because they don't cop that there's something behind the peshtim because they don't wear tzitzis. And, and they, so the beged, a beged, the idea of tzitzis is that a beged could be beged. A beged makes you look at the chitzaynis, so you need a market and so there's something behind it, there's a pneumonis. So they didn't know there's something under the pishtah hates. And they told her, if you want us to spare your house, hang a tikvah chutashani on the window. Mamash tzitzis, making tzitzis on the house. So then you see that chutashani. The is red, not, not blue, but it is, but it is wool, and you do have the it's, wool and linen exactly. references. It's wool and linen, and, and, it's, and, it's, and it's a marking off the house. Mamash is putting right. strings on the house. Yeah. Perhaps the tzitzis for a house is red for some reason. But anyways, the point is that then the chutashani is only, isn't it right, is like b'makam apsotachim, Besides, obviously, that chut and so okay, good. Prosecute test. Matokom vatelech matosar tziifa meoleha vatilbash big diamanusas. So the point of this pasuk is that she reverted back to her original state as if nothing happened. And we would discuss the parak in Mishlei and parak Lamed, where it talks about the four things that Shlomo didn't know, and the the, the ikker one is derech gever baalma, and then it says, and that's we spoke about this in pasuk yutes. So that's the thing that's lo yada. It doesn't know. Gever is called Gever, many places. And the next pasuk goes Kain Derech, which is again this is Derech thing in pasuk Tazayin. Feitel el Derech. Kain Derech Ishem in the office. Achalo Machasafia v'Amar Leifar Alti Oven. So the Tamar getting up as if nothing happened, and really something major happened. Except like Alti Oven is literally it wasn't an oven. Right. Alti Oven means so, in that context I didn't do anything. I don't know. Live out the oven. I'm not sure. It's, it's interesting because they'll be out the I mean, oven. Show me the office. Is, if it's right. literally in the office, then so she she's claiming. We mean she's claiming that she didn't do it. You're saying that's right. That's right. So uh-huh. didn't do right, it. right, right. As if nothing but happened. But in right. So here also, it's, as, as she's acting as if nothing happened, that's because it's really not oven. Although who is going to think it's oven? Right. So it's a little different shifts right. around there, right? But she couldn't co- completely hide because she became pregnant. But right. That's part of the point. Correct. She knew she was going to become pregnant. This is the point of it. Right. But she's so going to let she that. It, she hid it as long as she could, so as to to as to give herself an opportunity, or give Yehuda an opportunity. That's a question. Why exactly is she hiding it? If anyway, she's going to be pregnant, what's the point of that? That's not so clear in the well, story. We'll see if for we her to that. announce it would be, it would be inappropriate anyway. Okay, but for her to be, so to wait till she's being taken out to death, what's that all about? That's not... Well, what did she wait till the last minute? Mm-hmm. Why, right, so it's clearly, right, so it's clearly, it's not just that she's not announcing it right away, it's that... She's for some reason letting things happen by itself. Okay, that's not we're not gonna talk about that now. Okay. So that's about Telech. Also about Telech, the point of a Telech is not just that there's if nothing happened, but because the next thing that's gonna happen in the story is they're not gonna be able to find her. She was Al Haderech, but now she's Vatelech. Now she's not on that derech anymore. Okay, and then Vatosa Vatilbash is because parallels what we had earlier in the story in Pasikidalit, Vatosa Bigdal Manusa, and she put on the tiff, so now she's done what she has set out to do without the big deal manus. And wearing the tiff, she took off the tiff and put back on. The big deal, Mars. Vayishlach Yudas Gedi Ho'izim. Okay. The goat. Why is it say the? I think it's Pasha because he promised her a goat. So the goat that he promised. Because that's how you always. That's how it works in Hebrew. But again, that's the interesting. I. I I understand that's how it works, but mm-hmm. I think there's a reason why it works that okay, way. Okay, that may be so, but that's not. It's not germane to this particular pasuk. Right, the goat that he promised, of course. Right, the chayyim that's pasuk. means, right, the goat. Now it, you do have a pasuk of Gimel Hagadi Hazeh, which suggests perhaps it's more than just there's some that may be more than just saying the goat that he promised. But here, the reason why it says the goat is because we already are familiar with this goat. We already expect it to be a goat because he promised a goat, so he sent the goat. 
Okay. Re'eyu ha'adulami. So he sent the Biad Re'eyu ha'adulami. Why? Because we have in Pasuket Beis that Chiro was going with him to the sheep shearing. So now Re'eyu ha'adulami, he's the one who's going to send, send the goat. Why does he now, send somebody? Why does he send somebody? Why doesn't he go himself? That's a big well, question. He's trying to keep this as, keep this as quiet Discreet. as possible. So maybe that's why he sends Chiro. I hear the Maisa is interesting. Oh, so here we have Chira. Who would be discreet? Mm-hmm. Okay. We have Chira figuring again. Here I'm not by name, called Ve'eva Dulami. And that's what I'm going to get to. I want to talk about Chira tonight. And I did well, some, did some the, study of Chira. To, to, to the extent that Chira is Chira, and, he, and, his, and his nation are, are uh, involved in transactions in this way, right? They're merchants and they're called. They called the Zainab. Right. And they're busy so, with Esnans. Oh, right. So he's the perfect. He's all the time. So he's the perfect. He would uh, be the perfect, perfect. To discreet, negotiate the Esnan. Right. Well, not negotiate, but at least close, right. close the deal. He's perfect agent to use. Wow. For this that's interesting. Perfect. That's great. Okay. Because Tsar is called the Zainab. And they have their Seichar and Esnan. So he's the. Right. He's the Knani. He's the. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, there was Basish Knani. Was a Shuma. different point of Knani. Right. But in this but case. Maybe the Seichar. He's the sucker, so he's the one who was this mm-hmm. was firstly involved in this sort of thing in general, and secondly is discreet because of this. I hear. I think you're right. I think there was just an me to something that perhaps I'm supposed to read the parasha. I mean, we spoke about this. We're going to get back to this tonight <laughs> also. That is that Yehuda's vayered mei me'achav, and now he's things happen to him differently than right, and that has to do with the fact that uh, he he he's me'achav, and then he falls in with these. Dubious characters, Basish Knani, and then this hero that's Adulami, like, why is that his friend? Is, is he a good guy? He's not a good guy. That's what we get to tonight. But um, perhaps the idea of the negotiation and the fact that there's a whole Esnan deal going on, and there's a Matitenli, Matitenli, it's like it's, 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 nego- it's an Esnan negotiation, is because it's the Ashpa of, as you're saying, it's the Ashpa of Tsar, of Hiram. So it's not merely that Hiram is the agent to deliver it, but maybe Hiram is really the. The, the one who was Mashpia, the, he would to act this way. For this right. It could be. It's definitely not, he's definitely not transacting in, in a, in a Nouveau, in a, you know, in right. a Nouveau world at right. this point. Right, right. Kiloyada. So in right. the Loyada world, he's transacting um, like like regular Zayna and Esnan, and that is actually Dafka, something that the Hiram, king of Tsars, it would be yeah. perfect Ashpah for that. That's a great art, right? Okay. So before we get to Hiram, that's what I want to talk about, explore the Hiram thing. We'll go through Tanakh and put it together. It's amazing things. But I just want to go through a couple of things in the Pasuk. So he sent him Lokachas, right? He didn't send him to deliver the Gedi. He sent him to give the Gedi. He sent, he sent a Gedi, the Gedi, so that he can redeem the Yeravan. And that's important because what's going to happen is he's not going to find it. He's going to say, okay, Tikahla, let her keep it. Meaning... The point was not that he owes her a gadi. The point is, if he wants to get back his eruvin, then right. he has to send her a gadi. Did you think that he wants to pay a debt? Right, but no, no it doesn't seem to be a debt because as soon as he says imtitin eruvin al shalchecha, and then that's fine. As long as there's an eruvin, then, then it seems like it's open ended. And if you don't get to send it, that's also fine. That's what it seems. Yeah, because that's that it a would pu- take the place of the price. Right, that's a positive. Right. right, although you wouldn't get that sense earlier. He wanted that back because that's important. Yeah, the kach eruvin. He wanted it back. Right now. The truth is, it's a good horror that you would think that it was it was a, a debt, right? And she's just telling him that you have to give a pledge till you redeem it, and he's mechayiv to. So, so I wonder we have to think about that more because here the pasuk is dafka making the point right away. to get his eruvim back, 
and indeed that's borne out further in the story where he has no problem saying, ah, let her just keep it. Well, if it would be a debt, you can't say spending well, a levos, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah, yeah but uh, an argument can be made that he did what he could. I know, but he didn't say that. He said Penny of Levos. Right. Penny of is not an excuse not to pay a debt. Right. But he's saying, you know what, it's just not worth it for me anymore. Right? So yeah. that means it's, that means his, his sending the Gadi was selfish, as the Pasuk says. He sent the Gadi right. to get back his Levos. So basically, the Ravon is not only the Ravon, it's Mas- right, but Mas- the Maskan. Yeah, the question is, the question is, right, the question is, okay, right, does, that, does that work out? Is that true that that was the transaction, or is that Yehuda treating it that way? And perhaps that's something to think about. I, to be, I wasn't, I mean, on the significance of that, especially now we know a little, perhaps a, a little more how significant that is, given that the whole transaction here of Zaido might be important because it's like yeah. uh, a negative influence that Yehuda had this kind of transaction. And now, perhaps even um, the way the transaction continued, maybe it was flawed. Okay, these are good, quite excellent questions. Fine. Now, okay, so I have to get back to that. Um, he ultimately, just to jump ahead a little bit, he said, let's take it back, Penia Lavuz. So this goes, brings us again back to the end of Shir Shir, where it says, Right? So Yehuda's afraid that he's going to be caught trying to buy Ava. Right. That's the um, pasuk right before, this right is after Simini Kachosam. You could argue this is Hein Beisa because these these are these are his, his precious, his precious. Well, signs, no, it's the Gedi. Signs of office. No, it's the Gedi. It's the Gedi. He doesn't want to be caught. Sin- oh, he doesn't want to be caught that he. You mean he doesn't want to be caught that he? Um, right. He doesn't want everyone to know that he gave Hein Beisa the Hainu, the 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 still on the Mata, right? Okay, that could be right. I mean, giving a one gedi is not called him besa. It's, right, it's just right, something. Right, right, right. Here she asked for a lot. Or before, but around points that like, why did she need three things? It's a big deal. Yeah. Like why and why did he give so much? So that's that maybe that's called him besa. It's like yeah. he's going overboard over here. Yeah. Clearly, he was really a, was willing to give a lot for for this. So that's baizu huzulai, and that's the pasuk before simeni The pasuk before the right after the pasuk of simeni kachlesim al dibecha. And the point is, in this case, in this case, Tamar, right, they find out. Yes. So, in this case, Tamar, since they meet in therefore Tamar ended up keeping the Chaisam, and therefore, the connection remains strong. Mm-hmm. She was willing to go to the fire for this Ahava. So, that's all. Nidrash, Yafa, Yafa. Right on, on our passion. Maybe that's her. Maybe and again, arguably, you can make the argument if she knew if she was very far sighted, she knew this was this was what she was doing. That what that she's going to keep it and then she's it'll be keep a it away till this till they're, they're, they're and that will show how strong her love is. Right. Ah, I mean, maybe she was trying to show how strong the love is that you should know I'm willing to do whatever it is, even though I know I might get burnt. Right. Ah, as, so as to. For to teach number, him something about love. Right, to say something about it, to do a number, to, to be a similar volume for whatever reciprocal, mm-hmm. whatever she's trying to do, she's, it could be. Wow. Which is then... Which she's then, trying to burn the Yitzhah Darius. Remember we said... The rest of the time you talked yeah, about that, right? I showed you that last week, that the Yitzhah of a desire was Hanabi Shalazai, which is Hanabi Tamar, and had she gotten burnt, they would have actually burnt the Yitzhah Darius. She was trying to be almost burnt. Well, Which means she's trying to teach him what love is all about. Right. I mean, right? That's right. the same thing. But you can't go all the way to be burnt because that would be the end of everything. Because then there's not going to be an egg. There's not going to be a fresh egg. 
Yes, and there will be no more children, there will be no babies. Yeah, like more, like more new Right, right, right. Yes, yeah, so it's almost burnt. Right. You got almost, and then you have that. And then you teach him as a come over, how love right. works, which is the same Okay, right. more of the Which we can learn, which we can learn, and also we can use right. to reestablish Zerubbabel. Reestablish? Zerubbabel as a person. Excellent, okay. Okay, very good. Now, now I want to get on to something else. I had a hunch about something, and, and I believe it's 100% correct. So, but first, let me just tell you what. The background, and then the hunch. The background was, we had an Yeshaya Parak Lamed, where it talks about, because of this ovine, of being mashbis, Kedosh Yisrael, this is a Parak Lamed, Pasuket Gimel, therefore this oven is going to be, Keperet Noifel Niv'eh Bechoimah Nizgavah Asher Pis'om Lefesa Yavosh Shivra. So, there's an ovine, the ovine is... <laughs> Suru mini dera hatu mini aira hashpisu mimenu kadashi soil to remind you numerous times. Suru mini da hatu mini aira yeti huda went to the derech and it's hashpisu mini kadashi soil. Kadashi soil is Yosef came of Urkampam in Sefer Shaya. So the, the, the fact that they want to be mashpis Yosef led to a Yerida from the derech. And because of that, there's going to be a parrot in the chayma. Okay, so our story is about parrots. Our story is also about a chayma. But. It's a different kind of parrot. Haha, wait a second. No, it's very it's important. The who builds the wall. Wait a second. Yeah. He's, also, he's also the pirates together. But as a melech, in a good way, of course. But here's the key. Here's the key. Uh, by the way, I question whether it's in a good way, you should know. This dead of melech is pirates last leg. Let me explain, and then we'll get back to the melech pirates last leg. Get a last leg. Okay, well, this is a footnote. It's <coughs> a so footnote. Let me first explain what it's saying over here. Our story is about parrots. It means Yehuda has to make parrots, right? But the way it happens is problematic. And the Malchus Bez David has problems. The same exact problems after the story pick up again by David and Bashuah, Bashua, and then they pick up by Echanya, right? She's called Bashua in the in the Right. And um, and Shlomo and the wives. So there's something. Well, there's, there's a, a problem. Shua and Shua are not the same, but they're referencing no, different but, things. No, but she's also called Bashua. No, Fine. they are. Fine. They're referencing different, different things, right? Now, Bashua, now, so now that means like this. That means, and we spoke about it last time, perhaps time before, that. Yes, we're establishing the royal dynasty here, but it happens in a certain way, which indicates that everything about the story, including Peretz, the ultimate key, itself can be used, can be a negative, because there's a negative element in the story too. So therefore, it's no surprise, and I'll show you this in the stories of David, we spoke about this, Vayifretz by Avshalom, Vayifretz by Avshalom, twice Vayifretz. Whenever the I think we can establish this, we can make a rule about Omidah and Adrashis. When the Torah repeats a word, just Tam, that's a, that's, Right, it's telling you, right. notice this word. So in the story of, uh, of Avshalom, getting right. David to come with him to the geysers in, Vayifritz, Vayifritz. Oh, why is it Vayifritz, Vayifritz? Because it's a bad parrot happening over there, yeah. right? It's the bad parrot. And that's, and from there, there's a, there's a negative outcome. Yeah. Because he sends, he kills says, uh, Amnon, and, yeah. and, uh, and mm-hmm. Amnon is killed. Right. Right, so that's the parrot's knife, which means everything that's happened to Yehuda... There also, by the way, after the fact, doesn't take action against Avshalom. Yes. Everything that's happening with Yehuda... Is, is you have to establish a parrot, which is the machs based of it, okay? But it happens in a certain way with its negative elements, and therefore the parrot has the potential to be a negative parrot, right? Additionally, so it's additionally, right? The parrots in the chayma is can go that both ways. it can go both ways. The parrots in the chayma perhaps means that I think you saw that someone pointed this out is that here Tamar is being like a chayma, yeah. and that's all question in Shashim is it really a chayma? Is it really a Dallas? He thinks right. she's a zayna. So you know what? It's Dallas both, swings, yeah. right? Dallas swings, or Dallas, or Chaima that has a parrot. It's, yeah. it's like a Dallas, so it doesn't, right? right? So, so hmm? 
It's open. It's open. So, so the question is, is she open? Is she loose? Or is she, is she chaste? So Tamar, he thinks she's a Zaina, but she's really a Chaima. But right. guess what? Maybe she's really a Zaina. Maybe the, maybe the Chaima really has a parrot in it. So well, the fact is that he thought she was a Zaina. He thought that. What? It doesn't necessarily matter what she is. Perfect. Of course it matters. Of course well, it, matters. It, matters. it matters. It matters because that happened too. Oh. And the point that that happened too means that there's that element in what's going on also. Instead of everything, had, had everything happened... Shalom, had everything happened with Navua and you would have known exactly what's going on, then there wouldn't be two parallel stories. There right. are two parallel stories. One is what really happened, one is what he thought right. happened. So right. the fact so that what he, he thought th- happened means that, that, he thought it means, yes. means that there's that, that right. element and that doesn't go away. That's right. The, right. Okay. And the Chayma then also is never fully secure. The Chayma can have a parrot in it. Okay, that's what happened in Shai. Now, by the way, the Melech parrot's last like that. I'm not sure, is that a positive thing? Meaning, is that only because... It depends on how he uses it. No, I know, but I'm saying the fact... I don't know if that's right. I think the fact that a Melech has that, it might be because of Malucha. It's imperfect. I'm just suggesting. It's imperfect, therefore they have power? Uh, well, it gets to the question of, you know, do you need a melech forever? Like, for example, well, again, Mashiach. Correct. And Mashiach's Malchus is not going to last forever either. Seems like we could talk about this after this year, but, it, but that's clear in the Gemara and the Rambam. In the future, it's nice. It could be thousands of years, but not forever. And that seems to be because. At a certain point, you won't need it. Because Hashem will come back to that. That's Correct. higher than, than, than a melech. Correct. So, so the fact that a melech is that, is, you, know. that you need him to be fighters together. Right, but, there, but there's some. But that means that there's some uh, some imperfection. So needing a melech in the first place is a uh-huh. okay. It's a problem. I know, but after the pirates, the pirates is which is such an expression of of kfir. Yeah. Kfir is only necessary because because right. on the same so that's page. why we need one. Yeah, I guess that's why we need a melech. Okay, the question is why. Both both ways, but you. Let's go. Let's yeah. Let's 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 yeah, let's go back. Yo definitely used it in a positive way when he tore down the house to build to build a wall because he brought more people into the city. I'm not sure you're friend. Um, when he when when he was when uh, no when Aram was coming to attack, so he so he expanded the the size of Yerushalayim, line, mm-hmm. and he tore down the the houses on the outskirts to build a wall around the whole city as players go. To What's build it, to build it. It's used for good things. I mean, that's for sure. No, no, there he used it to build together. But, okay. but again, no. Okay, now, so here was my hunch. Here was my hunch. My hunch was like this. In Malachim Aleph, Perkhof Beis, Sukim Mem Testrunan, there's another Pirza. Okay, actually, here it doesn't use the word Pirza, but the, the, in the parallel story in Devayam it does. But let's look at the two stories, okay? This is first a look at Malachim Aleph, right at the end of Malachim Aleph, Perk. Last parak in Melacham Alpha, which is parak of days. Pasuk Memtes. Yeshafat made kings. Made kings. Yeshafat made um, boats, ships. Yeah. Tarshish ships. On the Yerush Tarshish to go to Eifir to get gold. He didn't end up going um, because the, the ships broke in Etzin Gover. Achazio said, I want to come with you. Let my Avadim go with your Avadim. And Yeshafat didn't want. Why did Yeshafat want to go together with Achazio? So for that, we have to look at the very Yomim, Beis. Perek Chof. Same story, but a little different. Mysterious shouldn't concern us for now. This is the end of Perek Chof in Devarim Beis. Am Pasik Lamed Hei. Ba'achar Echein, Eschabar Yerushafat Melech Yehuda Im Achazim Melech Sol. Hu Hirshia Lasis. Ha? Okay. Vayichabreu Ibo Lasis Onyos Valeches Tarshish Vayasu Onyos Betz and Gover. She said, You attach yourself to Achazia, who's a Russia, 
then Parat Hashem is Maasecha, and indeed that came true, and the, the, the ships broke, and they didn't go. So I had a hunch, and this I'm going to show you is correct, that this Parat is that the kingdom of David sometimes could be, has a, has a problem of Parat. Mm-hmm. And then it connects to our Pasha, and here's I'm going to show you how. Okay? So what do we have so far? That shortly thereafter, they were, they were, most of them were murdered. So. True. The negative, some serious all, all negative stuff going on. connection with, with Ahab. There you go. That's the whole thing. Who is really Izevel, daughter of King of Tzor, and that gets us back to Hiram. So that's in a nutshell what's going on. But I'm going to show you how, how that all comes together. Okay, so basically, it's, it's, when he connects with Ahaziahu, who's the grandson of Izevel, his mother is Asalia, right? Who's the daughter of Ahab, probably the daughter of Izevel. Well, he made a shiluch, so... Yeah, exactly. Then... Then there's parts. Okay, so now I'm gonna now I'm gonna now let's now let's that's that's the theory. I'm gonna show you how that's um, how that really follows from our passion and what the part is. So we have this fellow Hira, right? What you're saying is by the way that they, that they somehow get into Malchus Beis David well, and they stay there. Well, they certainly do, right? Okay, and then <coughs> well, the later part yeah. of Malchus is not as good. Yeah, maybe that's true. Maybe. Maybe that's true. I mean, Mashiach is gonna come from David, and perhaps Shlema, according to other versions, doesn't say he's gonna come from Rachavim. No. All we know is that it's going to come from David and Nabi Shlain. Okay. Now, um, let's, it goes like this. So there's a fellow Chira, right, in Arapasha, and he's the friend of Yehuda's. So that's clear what his function is in Arapasha, but now we have a little bit of a hunch, and we do know that there's another friend, of major friend, the friend, who is, he's a bris of David, and he loves David, and, is, and he has Shalom, And a bris with Shlema, that's Hiram, king of Tzur. Okay, so it seems like there's a connection here. Yeah, the Medrash makes it explicit either it's the same person or it's the same family, it's descendant. It's one way to read the Medrash. Pashas the Medrash saying the same person, they lived for hundreds and hundreds of years. And which is not surprising, it's if you Parak, I think it's he talks about Hiram, king of Tzor, being like a god, and you think you're a god just because he's so special, and but that's why you're going to come down. But he wasn't. He was, he was no pushover. This this Hiram Melch Tzor, if you look at Yehezkel. It's a very special. Uh, Quite a special person, special right? Guy. So he says to him, you know, you're, you you're, you're, an you're an Aiden, you're an Aiden Hmm. Yeah. You're full of chachma. You're klul yoyfi, and uh, you're krov. But because of this, you became haughty. And now I'm going to knock you down. Okay, but I pointed there was this with King of Tzor was not was no was was something something special. So now and here we learn that when Yehuda made made the alliances, even 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 when he when he was willing to make an alliance outside of the family, he was, he wasn't going to pick just anybody. Right, certainly right. So Makes now sense. so now we have right. So we have like this. We have what looks to get to what Hiram did. Shmuel Bey's parakeh. He built a house for David. He built a house for David. Okay, Malach Malaf Perake, he built. He said builders. Right, in Malach Malaf Perake, let's see what happened there. That's in Pasuk Tezvav. Hiram sends a message to Shlema, and he was Oyhev, the David Kalayanim. And Shlema tells him, you know, my father David couldn't build the house, I'm planning on doing it. So I want your Avadim to cut a rosin from the Levonim, because mm-hmm. no one else, we don't know how to cut our Eitzim like the Tzidonim. So by the way, it means Tzidon and Sarv, they go together, which we know that. Case, Hiram was very happy. He says, Baruch Hashem, that, that David has a Ben Chacham for this great arm. He says, I'm going to do everything you want, and you're going to give me, he made a deal with him, you're going to give me Lechem Basi. A nice a business deal, by the way, right? See, that's, yeah. a, that's 
not so many deals like that in Tanakh. Yeah. It's an interesting point you were saying before about Torah being the business people. Okay. Well, they're trading because they're trading. The trading, trade. trading, yeah. Trading we do work for stone. Right. Mm -hmm. Well, again, Eretz uh, would have would have been expert stonemasons. And they have their. Sense. It would make sense. They have their arrangement. No, he's giving. Not giving him stone. He's giving him um, food. Well, that's right. So, food. Okay. He's giving him and that's a cafe. No, okay. Stone, and the stone then. Stone from from uh, Then. Um, then it goes like this, and then it goes. So they have a bris, okay? Now, there's also someone, and this gets a little tricky, there's also a fellow by the name of Chiram from Tsar, it's in Perek Zayin, Pasigud Gimel. That's Chiram from Tsar, and he's the builder who has all this, um, the Chachma, he's like the Batalot figure, maybe the Aliyah, right? Who's from Matin Don, and he's from Matin Aftali. And he's the one who, who, who makes the, the Amudim and the Kalim. Yeah. Now, I was always confused, it's always very confusing, because like, okay, so Chiram, king of Tsar, and Chiram, the person of Tsar. But, in different Hayyamim, now let's go to Divya Yom, Divya Yom Beis. Divya Yom Beis, Parag Beis, something very interesting, which I didn't remember. In Divya Yom Beis, Parag Beis, where it describes the message to Chiram, <coughs> He says, I want, I want you guys to, um, to cut, your avodim to cut the wood, right? But look at Pasuk Vav. In Perak Beis, Divyon Beis, Pasuk Vav, it says, So Chiram, king of Tsar, is the one who supplied the person who's called Chiram, who was the, the Ish Tsar, right? So perhaps so-called because he was a messenger of the king. So he's, he's the king's representative. <coughs> right. So he's called by his name. That's right. And look at the Pesach Perik Beis, the Vartim Perik Beis in Tevayamim, where it says, V'ata shalachti ish chacham yadei abina l'churam avi. So he's clearly connecting him to the churam, perhaps to his father. There's another place where this person is called churam avi. It gets pretty tricky. But definitely seems that even, so not only was the, not only did he build David's house, not only did he cut the wood for the Beis HaMikdash, but he actually supplied the crafts, the craftsman, the, the yeah. senior craft, the master craftsman for the Beis HaMikdash, okay? Yeah. Um, now, just to, um, jumping back to... to um, but he did not supply the wood free of charge because... No, it's business. Shalem, like his, like his father, refused to, refused to take a carbon Hashem. That's what you say. I say because Chiyom was doing business. He didn't offer it for free. Maybe. He didn't offer it for free. In, in Malachim Aleph, Perek Tess, Shlomo gives him, after 20 years of their business relationship, um, it's very interesting. I don't think it's a very interesting point you're making that there's a lot of business going on here. Because, okay, in Malachim Aleph, Perek Tess, it says, after 20 years that Shlomo built the Tubat and Beis Hashem, Beis HaMelech, Chiyom Melech Tzor had entered a deal with Shlomo to give him to him with wood and gold. So he gave him 20 cities in Eretz which means okay, he was settling a debt. Yeah. It's a budget, it's not, you know, I always thought it was like, okay, it's friendship. It's not. It seems it's the point so of yeah, is yeah. there were 20 years where they had this ongoing arrangement and there was a, an imbalance. You know, originally it was for yeah. food. Right. But apparently there was an imbalance and right. that's the point of the story there is he gave him 20 cities in Naftali right. and Chim goes to see them and he says, which means he didn't consider the debt to be... Really settled, enough, right? which is perhaps significant. I don't know, but 
There's that arrangement. Now, I now it happens to be in Divar Yom says Chirim gives cities to Shleima, which the Radak says, yeah, they exchange cities. Okay, perhaps. But the point that I'm bringing out is just that there's a major relationship. By the way, it was a business deal. Yeah, but I was looking at there was a major relationship with these people, okay? Yeah. And, and here's the key thing we have to do, that's Negeta Arpash. Well, Look trading, in. They were trading in land, but it's not something that we normally Look, do, right? The kingdoms don't usually get Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah it's, it's strategic issues over there, yeah. who wants Naftali, maybe, okay. But look at the end of Parak okay? This is the key point for Arpash. The end of Parak Tess, the says, V'ani osa ha-melech gover, right? Like we had before with, um, which king was it? Yeshafat. I think, right? Yeah. Made a boat, made a and ship. And that's in Gava. That's in Gava, that's next to Elois, next to the Yamsuf, the land of Edom. Oh, perfect. So he, he, he does it together with his good friend. And where do they go to Eifir, right? They go to Eifir. And look in Perek Yud. In Ma'ulachim. Perek Yud, Pasuk. Chav Beis. was trying to do the same thing. Who? Yeshav was trying to do the same thing. Yeah. Tarshish get good. Yeah. Get so right. And Tarshish, that's, we didn't say Tarshish. It says it in Perak Yod. Pasach Chav Beis. Ki oni Tarshish lamelech bayom im oni chiram achas ashol v'shonam tovi oni Tarshish nois itzav v'kezer nam t'kud. Merdik. So Shloim, v'yigda ha-melech Shloim, v'yikom ha-chayat z'oishachachma. Why? Because he had this, this thing, arrangement with the, with the chiram, because he couldn't, because only the chiram knows how to make boats. They're the Yoyde Hayom, like Hiram said. And that's, by the way, remember, one of the four things Shlomo didn't know was Dech Aniyah Belev Yom. So he needs Hiram for that. Again, if they're merchants, they would, they would, on the Mediterranean, they, were, they, they would have sailors. Yeah, for sure, obviously, yeah. It's all about the sailors, for sure. But the point is, specifically, Shlomo says, I don't know how to make boats. So, uh, and here he says, you know, Avdech Yoyde Aniyahs. Yoide Anias, that, yeah. that was the end of Parak Tess. Anche Anias, Yoide Hayom, implying that Shleiman needed them because he doesn't know the Yom quite like they do. And that's borne out by that Parak where it says, Derech Anias, Belevium, in Shmishle, in the context of the Tamar story. So that brings us back to Chira, okay? So basically, he has his partner. So it's a, a Murdoch partner um, between Yehuda, again, in our story, it's Yehuda and a person, Chira, and in David and Shleiman, it's, it's this person, Chiram. Who um, who was able to to enrich David and Shlomo through this specifically through this 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 trade. journey this yeah but no but not just trade specifically more than the, the journey to, to trade is trade but this is they seem to be partners in enriching both of them by going, getting by getting gold going off to the coast of wherever and bringing back all sorts of precious metals and exotic stuff well certainly certainly whatever gold. those Shinhaben were. Yeah. In Bereshit it says that the Shemazah, right? Mm-hmm. Or Eretz Chavila. Um, by Tashish? No, I think it's Eretz Chavila, Shemazah. Yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, but I think it's the same neighborhood. I think it is the same area. Yeah, because... Um, <coughs> okay, in Kamakoyma, right? We're not going to go into that now, but we'll peek in... in, in right, in, in, um, in the story, in the genealogy of Noach, you have Eifer and Chavila. Right. 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 right there. Why? Right. Right. Right? They're brothers. So, yeah. Right, right, right. Okay, now, so now, so now, so exactly as you said, so now, so everything goes great for the Malche Yehuda, Yehuda, for the Malche Yehuda when they partner with Chira and Chiram. So, um, Yehoshaphat, going back to that story in Divayyamim, let's go back to Divayyamim, Yehoshaphat, who is this again, Divayyamim, Beis, 
end of Perek Chaf. Yehoshaphat is going to get together with Ahaziah, king of Israel, and make a boat to go to Tarshish. That's what you got to do. Right. Make a ship. I'm not going to make a boat. He wanted to make a partnership. The partnership was the wrong person. Right. Now, but it, it's, 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 it's the wrong person, but I would suggest it's also, he thought it was the right person because there's actually is a connection between Ahaziah and Sar. Why is he a partnership for making ships? First of all, if you need Tyrians for your ships, Tyrians. Tyrians. So, which is what Shlomo did. He needed the Yod Hayam, right? So, why is Achazia? Yeah, it's Zayda. His grandma is 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 Izevel. Yeah. Good sailor stock. What? From yes, from the same from the same nation. <laughs> Your father is the king of Tzida, and of course, of course, he's, he's the most natural thing, right? So, so you would think. So that's the point. The point is this: we have to read the story of Yehuda and Chira. Chira is represents Tsar. Right. And this this great fruitful partnership that Yehuda, the Malchus Yehuda, can have with Tsar. But then at some point, it went too far. I don't know exactly what the Nakud is. Perhaps, uh, perhaps it's that infiltrate, right? Perhaps that you marry them, and then that means that we brought Baal into yeah. Baal worship into Israel. I don't know. Was Hiram king of Tsar a Baal worshiper? I mean, he says Baruch Hashem. He sounds very. He isn't. From. Just because he isn't doesn't mean his people aren't. Right, no, no, but then the question, Avimelech. right, but then we just have to figure out where did it go wrong, saying that I'm trying, yeah. right. Remember Avimelech. Avimelech. No, 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 of course. Of course it could be, but I mean, say it's like, given, it's given that we have the story of like the connection yeah. to Tzara and how sometimes yeah. it's okay, sometimes it's not, um, you want to know like where's the inflection point. But anyways, yeah. there it says, now we know Paras Hashem Masacha, right? That, okay, there's a good Parrots, and that's when Yehuda was dealing with Chira and it all worked out. But they also could be, end up being a bad parrot, and that's parrot Hashem's Masechah. Okay? Now I want to show you one more thing. Look in Yeshaya Perkov Gimel. Yeshaya Perkov Gimel, we kept on going back to this parasha. The end of Yeshaya Perkov Gimel is where he has the Masa on Tsar, that after 70 years, which is like a Malach Echad, like a Zaina, it's going to pick up the harp again and wander around the city. Right? So that we spoke about. Maybe two weeks ago, three weeks ago. Yeah. Okay? That sort of parallels Machos Beis David. And they also have 70 years. But they're a Zaina. Because they're like Tamar, what you the thought Tamar was, right? Yeah. Okay? But there, how does it start? Perikov Gimel starts. Masa Tzar Helilu Oniyos Tarshish. And how significant is this in the, in the parasha? Is that the, that that Masa, the break over there in Pasuk Yudalit, you have a break in your... After Pasuk yeah, is a break, right? Pasuk also has Helilu on the Eustachius. So that Helilu on the Eustachius is the envelope for this Masa. Because the downfall of Tsar um, is this Helilu on the Eustachius. And that's when Tsar is going to be like, prove that they're the Ruzenda, that they, that Yehuda thought Tamar was. Because, because Shalimah did have this fruitful relationship with Tsar. And starting with Yehuda having this relationship with Rira. But, there's also this element of Tsar could be a Zaina, straight up Zaina. And then, and then the Aniyah's Tarshish have to no, no longer work out. So that's where the Imam Shpira and the story of Shlomo who had Aniyah's Tarshish with Hiram, but then King Yehoshaphat's Aniyah's Tarshish with his Tsar partner which did not did, Which sank and did not work. Yeah. All right, right. Now, now. And here's one more thing. So it's, I noticed this so many times that I never figured out like what the significance is, but now I think I do. So the end of the parak talks about Tsar is going to come back after 70 years and going to be a Zaina once again, 
and make all the money, right? So that's an end of Perek Yudches. But there it says a very interesting thing. Okay, it's going to be Kodesh Lashem. It's going to go to those who sit in front of Hashem. So the wealth is going to be Kodesh Hashem. Okay, keep that, keep that passage in mind. Now we have in Yirmiyah, Perek Lamed Aleph. If you remember, we spoke about that's where it says the cave to save Gover. Okay, all right, and the paraklamanalf ends. So that parak has a lot to do with our story, as we discussed at length. And paraklamanalf ends. Hine yomim bom no mashem. This is paraklamanalf pasuklamet zayin. It says, tell me when. It's going to be rebuilt. The city is going to be rebuilt. So in Yeshai, where he talks about Tzor, he says it's going to be the wealth of Tzor. And here it talks about the rebuilding of the wall of Yishalayim, and it says it's going to be all with Hashem. And also, lo yinasis for lo yaharis. So it just keeps on striking me. What is your connection over here? They're both the the the, the nevuah of Yishai, which is about tsar, and the nevuah of Yimri, which connects to our parish. They end with this idea of being kodesh Hashem. But one of them is about the wealth of tsar. One of them is about the wall of Yishalayim, right? So I'll show you how they all come together. Look at the Yom and Beis, Perikov Dalid, Hasuk Zayin, Beis Chav Dalid, the Yom Beis Chav Dalid Zayin. Ki asal Yahu Hamir Sha'az. That's the. That is the daughter of um, Izebel, right? Boneha partsu as Beisraeli came. Vegam kol kodesh Hashem asu labalim. So they did two things wrong. They broke. They made. They made a pirtz in the walls, yeah. and they took the kodeshim out and they gave it to Baal. So this is a bad sir, right? Asal Yahu Hamir And this is the bad parrots. They break the walls and they take out the wealth. And that's so the male. That's mm-hmm. why everything fails. And everything fails from this family, from this Asaliyah, right? So therefore, the tikkun is when the walls are Kaidash Hashem and the wealth is Kaidash Hashem. Because she was pirate to the walls and took out the wealth. Right. The, the Kadshe Hashem, Hashem gave it to Baal. So those two things go together. Nifla Yeah. Same.